Notes. Mic check. Don't need to do a mic check. I record in the same spot every week. What's up, golfers? Welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here. This podcast is dedicated to the golf learning curve. I get to teach golf all week long, and we get to sit down and talk about the dirty, itty-bitty, gritty details about golfers, how they learn, why they learn, and how to learn better and more efficiently. So today, we're going to dig in on uh, three drills that I think all of the golfing public really needs. Your golf improvement is like one big pie, and in part of that pie, you need to focus on your technique or drill work or skill work, and that stuff really leads to long-term skills. Long-term skill building, understanding your swing, understanding your process is what I'm all about. I want you to be empowered with the tools to keep you motoring the right direction. All right, before we dig in today, leave this thing a review, share it with a friend. That can be your Christmas present to me, holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Have fun, be safe, and uh, spend some time with the people you love, and be grateful, and uh, enjoy that time. And after the first of the year, I'm going to open up three more spots. I work with people remotely online. I kept it as a pretty small group, and I'm going to continue to keep it as a small group, but I'm going to expand three more open spots. It's expensive. I'm kind of a pain in the ass, but this is for the person that really wants an immersive type experience and someone to be there to help support them through the year. Also to kind of have access to all of the early things that I'm gonna be developing. Yeah, if you wanna be a part of that, send me an email. The email's down below. Just type in remote waitlist in the subject. Let me know a little bit about yourself and uh, I'll reach out after the first of the year. I wanna help you transform your golf game. Anyway, aside from all that, let's dig in. Um, let's talk about big picture stuff, macro stuff, not micro stuff. A lot of adults, we're talking to mainly adult learners here. Adult learners are different. I, I kind of bucket learners into two separate buckets. You have adult learners and then you have juvenile learners and then some mix of in between. Adult learners are different than juvenile learners. They're, they have diff, their brains in a different spot of development. And we as adults have these concerns that are different that juniors don't really have. A lot of those results or a lot of those concerns are results oriented. So if you find yourself in this bucket, and I, it's likely that you do, where you care about the results a lot, like you care how you hit that shot, you care what your score is, you care what your handicap is, you define yourself by your handicap. These are all things that a little mindset change could be productive. What you need to care about or what is a, a better focus for your energy is caring about the process and how you get to these results, how you get to these shots, how you get to these scores, because the process is ultimately what will win. Anyway, little soapbox rant, but really that stuff's important. It starts up top, and uh, what's that old saying? Golf is 95% mental, or five, golf is five inches, the five inches between your ears. There's a lot of old sayings. Most of it's true. I, I do like those sayings, but you still need sound technique and an understanding of where you're trying to go. So drills that you need, drills that will help you out, uh, stuff I love, I find to be highly productive for adult learners. The first one is what I call like a flow state drill. Find yourself some rhythm, man. You remember that old movie with the Jamaican bobsled team? Find the rhythm, find the flow, hitting the bobsled team, here we go, something like that. Rhythm, something not a lot of us adults have. Maybe if you're a dancer, you have some rhythm. Maybe you got some rhythm from somewhere, from Zumba class. But a lot of adults don't have that much rhythm. And golf rhythm is important. Being able to move freely is important. Uh, as you get bound up, your stress or tension will lead to results that 
aren't as positive as if you're moving freely. So the flow state drill. This simply is you're going to swing back and forth like a pendulum. And it's a great way to warm up. It's a fantastic way to, to set your intention for how you're going to practice and move. And basically, you're just going to swing back and through with no stopping. And you're going to build some rhythm into that. You're going to feel the club loading and releasing. It's a great way to, to get your body moving. So what I would recommend here is you can make this in part of your pre-shot routine, especially on the range. Make five or six swings like a pendulum, no stopping back and forth, just feeling the club work for you, feeling your body move, feeling the things that you want to feel that are going to lead to being successful. So generic advice would be to keep your arms straight, keep your hands soft, let that club load and unload naturally, get your body turning and moving through a full range of motion, and just move back and forth five or six times, and then step up into your shot and try to replicate all that stuff. So a flow state drill, fantastic way to build rhythm, build flow, build proficiency within how you move, and uh, it's a nice one. It's a good one. I recommend you do some of it. The next one, probably my all-time favorite technique drill, ownership drill of your pattern, is practicing with straight arms. Now, what this looks like is you're not going to make your full golf swing, but you are going to make your full range of motion. Now, this can be a little difficult to understand if you've never done it, but you're going to turn back as if you would normally turn back, and you're going to extend your arms straight away from you. You're going to keep them as straight as possible. You're going to try to maximize the distance from the center of your chest to your hands without rounding out your scapula. What that means is your arms are gonna be straight but you're not gonna round out your scapula. And you're gonna stop and your arms are gonna be nice and straight together in the backswing. Arm, left arm, lead arm about parallel to the ground, body fully turned, and then you're gonna swing through to the same position where your arm, your right arm now, your trail arm is parallel to the ground, your arms are straight and your body is fully turned. And what we're learning to do here is we're learning to move in a really amazing sequence with our arms and our body. We're learning to turn everything in the sequence of how it should turn. We're learning to generate power from the inside out because that's how power is generated in a perfect world. We're learning to use our body and our arms together. And I find this to be one of the greatest ways to practice and also to hit the reset button if you're struggling. Something very simple you can always come back to, straight arms, Honestly, you could have this in your weekly diet. You could do this every week. You could do it more when you're learning, later more when you're maybe out of alignment or whatever. Uh, but a great reset drill, a great drill to practice how to move. A lot of the drills have pros and cons. This has very little to no downside to doing. So spend some time doing this. Technique, drill work, skill work. What percentage of your practice time is that? It's, it's, there's not a firm answer there. It depends on where you're at in your learning curve, but you should be doing some of it. Let's not dig in too much on what amount today. Let's know that you should be doing some amount of technique work, skill work, drill work. It's very, very good, productive. Finally, a little swing plane work, a little over under drill. Now, m the most common macro problem, and this isn't everyone, you kind of have to understand where you're at right now. Do you swing too far inside out? Well, you are the exception. That is very rare, but that is also possible. If you swing too far inside out, this drill is not for you. The over-under drill, we're going to set an alignment rod in the ground or something that can prop it up about three feet behind your club, away from the target, directly in line with the shaft of your club. You're going to take a, a line three feet back from your club 
you're gonna put a parallel line in the ground or prop it up with some type of soft foam noodle, preferably, because if you hit it, you don't wanna damage it, okay? And then we're gonna practice going over on the backswing and under on the downswing. Now, what this is gonna do is this is gonna force you to exaggerate a backswing that is too steep and a downswing that is too shallow. When we're making changes, we wanna exaggerate these things. And most people have the opposite problem. So this is a very productive way to train your swing plane and your swing path to help get your club working on a better, more productive path that will lead you to hitting the center of the club face more often. Learn to swing more from the inside. I just find it to be a highly productive way for a lot of people to retrain how they approach the golf ball, how to get their club working on a proper swing plane. And there's definitely nuance to this and there's more cons to this than other stuff. But what I would say is that generically speaking, this is a great way to practice revamping your swing plane and getting you to swing on a on a nice plane and path to the golf ball. Your swing plane is kind of like, I talk about it on here, but I really should talk about it more because if you wanna hit the ball consistently well, having a great swing plane, one that you own, one that's very consistent, is the path to doing that. The figurative and literal path to hitting the middle of your club face more often, being able to step up to the golf course day in and day out and have positive results. Your swing plane is a great way to make sure that you have a golf game that you own. All right, well, that's three drills to get you leveled up wherever you're at in your golf game. These are three drills that I absolutely love. What I want you to know about drills is that they're not a blanket solution for everybody, but these are three drills that I find to be very productive. And as I talked about earlier, having skills and drills needs to be some portion of your practice time. You are not allowed to only go to the range and practice. You have to balance that out with some skill work, some drill work, some technique work. If you have poor technique, you need to do more technique work. If you have good technique, well, then you can do less and you can focus more on skills. It's all about finding that balance, that rhythm, that harmony, what works best for you, build some rhythm, find some flow. Thank you for hanging out for another podcast. I hope you found this to be productive. Leave this thing a review, share it with a friend. I appreciate you for hanging out. Have a great holiday season. If you want to work with me personally in 2023, send me an email and in the subject, just put, put remote waitlist. And uh, I will catch you back here same time, same place next week. He's crazy. Man.